You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Tuesday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in this episode. Also later in this episode, uh, we may get to some Olympic stuff from the mailbag. A couple questions that came in uh, at Cam Brothers or Kamenetsky Brothers at gmail.com. Best ways to get a hold of us. Uh, love to answer questions during the show. Um, Ty Lu may or may not be the boss of you as a Laker fan. He wants you to root for the Clippers during the Western Conference Finals. Don't know if that's going to happen, Andy. But, Interesting uh, recommendation. It is. Um, so we'll get to that before we're done. But I uh, want to start with Magic Johnson. Yes. Did the ESPN car washes? People yes. don't know the terminology. It just means he's on Get Up. He's on the, the morning radio shows. He's, on, he's just on every single show that they have. First take, all that stuff. Call that the car wash. Magic Johnson did that this morning uh, with ESPN. He commented on... All sorts of things. Talked about moves Rob Palinka made last offseason. He's talked about what Anthony Davis needs to do, what uh, this offseason to stay healthy, what uh, Kyle Kuzma might need to do, uh, all kinds of things. And we'll get into the specifics of what he said in a minute here. A fountain of advice. It really is. But before we do that, I, it, it, regardless of what Magic says, it always now strikes me as a surreal moment, a a a trip down, uh, like you know, a peyote-filled you know, <laughs> uh, wonderland, uh, you know, a trip into the Wandavision universe, the Truman Show, whatever, some alternate reality. Listening to Magic Johnson talk about the Lakers, and it always seems like people have just completely memory hold all the stuff that he did like two years ago when he just up and left quit on the organization like nobody talks about it it's I mean, amazing look, Brian, time heals all wounds and sometimes not even that much time <laughs> at all is required to pass before the, those wounds are just apparently healed up i mean it, it wasn't that long ago that magic pulled the impromptu press conference that turned me into a gif and a meme with my bug-eyed reaction to magic without any notice whatsoever Didn't tell genie <laughs> Jeannie, his sister, like his sister for life. Like, you know, text her, hey, Jeannie, I'm about to go do this just as a heads right. up not so you gonna, don't see it not, on the ticker. Yeah, not going to even tell you what it's about. I'm just going to tell you this is coming if you want to be, you know, near a radio, Get near your a popcorn TV. ready, Jeannie. Whatever, you know, where he quit the organization and said, oh, by the way, Rob Palenka, total backstabber, can't be trusted. He's mm -hmm. the reason all these leaks are getting out. He's the reason that this organization is so dysfunctional. He's the reason that we miss the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. You know, all of that stuff happened, which is one of the most surreal things I've ever seen in my life. And you and I have covered one of the more colorful organizations in all of sports. And we've been in this industry for a decade and a half. And this was Andy, maybe- Andy, put plainly, we've seen some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> And we really this, have. this may rank at the top. Uh, nobody for that matter is at least acknowledging the potential conflicts of interest that may come 
when Magic opines on the Lakers, you know, which we will get into, as we said, validity of comments, but nobody ever brings up the idea that there could potentially be a conflict of interest in the way that he talks about an organization. Perhaps that, an agenda, a bit well, of an agenda, maybe. Well, it, you know, it is worth noting, if for no other reason than nobody else will, apparently, <laughs> the organization won a championship in the exact moment he left. <laughs> like, again, these, these are things that get, as you said, completely memory hold because at the end of the day, it's Magic Johnson. Everybody loves him. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, Magic has this ability. Oh, by the way, to, so do I. I love oh, Magic yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Look, you and I have said this before. The, the aura that people talk about Magic having is 100% real. If anything, people underplay it. He is one of the most charismatic, likable people you will ever be around. People love to be in Magic's company. I don't blame them. And because of that, they're just, people are willing to become goldfish around him. And just like, you know, they have this short-term memory and every time they move in a different direction, the bowl looks completely different. Whoa, look at that plane over just there. Just keep swimming, just yeah. keep swimming. You know, I mean, this is, this is even with the idea that these shows are meant to be as much, if or not more, entertainment then information yes, generating headlines they talk i mean this is not this is one of the things we won't get into because neither one of us frankly care you know is is it still lebron's league is it kd's league and you know all that kind of stuff like is lebron still the best player has kd over the course of the playoff shown that he's the best player i don't care <laughs> i care that lebron is still really good um but it doesn't matter if he's better than kevin durant it only matters if lebron is still excellent and he is right but just ultimately this is the. I just said like that's designed. That is designed to create the headline. Magic Johnson says it's not Katie's right. league yet. I get it. Right. Exactly. Whatever. I mean, if, if that's his opinion, great. It's not a completely indefensible one. Whatever. No. I don't really care. But just you know what we are talking about with the Kabuki theater element. Just this is magic. Like I, I wrote uh, the night that Magic left. You know, I, I wrote off it for the Athletic, and I talked mm -hmm. about how I put up a Twitter poll asking Laker fans if Magic's departure changed in any way how they felt about him. And over 3,000 people responded, which is a pretty good sample size for one of these polls. 54% said no. No. In the, in in the, the moment. Wrong, yeah, in the moment when yes. things were completely raw and emotional. And as I wrote about, like, I saw that as a sign that Magic will ultimately remain as beloved as ever. And that equity, which was built up over decades, can't ever be undone. And you know what? I hope that's the case because it's a special relationship. And if you're magic, you know, maybe one day you apologize to fans, but you won't likely have to, to, to because nobody can stay mad at magic. No, to use to use the parlance, Andy, uh, uh, of uh, former, you know, recent politicians, magic could walk into the middle of Figueroa and shoot someone. <laughs> nobody would care. <laughs> and then tweet about it afterwards. Yeah, and then just- I shot um, someone, five exclamation points. So- <laughs> I, I I will say this. Bullets can hurt people. Nine exclamation points. I would love to sit down and talk about basketball. Overarching basket. Teach me about basketball. What do you see when you watch a game? What is it that with Magic Johnson, the opportunity to do that? Like, what are you seeing when you watch a game? And can you break down that play for me? What just happened there? All that stuff. That would be like bucket list kind of. Oh of stuff to be able to do that. 
what I what I don't necessarily take magic very seriously about anymore, particularly after the the episode in the front office is like, you know, hey, what do you think? How do you think the Lakers should maneuver around the cap this year? To, <laughs> you, know, you know, what do you think about this guy's ability to shoot the corner three? You know, when Fed like. Not going to Magic for that. Like that. That's that's a little granular for Magic these days. I mean, I enjoy his Twitter feed for all the wrong reasons. The same reason that everybody else enjoys his yeah. Twitter feed because it's it's hilarious. Um, I actually think at this point he's got to be in on the joke, right? He knows what people think, right? I, mean, um, I don't think Magic puts much thought into it. He's just he's being on Twitter. He's, he's Magic. He's he loves, just, he loves he's just a man talking on social media. But he's a man of the people. You get the most people on social media. Like it what's, what's really amazing about it though is he is thinking. He's he is projecting. This is what's great about his Twitter feed. Is like he's projecting the thoughts of like sort of a casual drop in <laughs> basketball fan who's just tuning into like. Man, Kevin Durant is spectacular, except he's Magic Johnson. Yeah. And you would expect the level of nuance from the observations to be a little bit higher. Um, all right. So we, we mentioned that he actually did say some stuff. Um, I want to read you this quote. And then after the break, I want to unpack it because there is a ton happening in here. Um, so here it is. This was him on Get Up with uh, Greenberg today on ESPN. He said this. They have to make some moves, meaning the Lakers, because the West is so much better now. We have to get better. We have to get some shooters to surround AD and LeBron with because Danny Green, that move hurt us. Rondo, that move hurt us because those guys brought something that we don't have anymore. Danny Green can shoot from the three-point line. Rondo with his basketball IQ being able to create shots for teammates. Dwight Howard closing down the middle. So we missed those guys. Rob Palinka's just got to bring in some shooters, help AD, help LeBron, space the court, and I think the Lakers will be fine. There's a couple things going on in that in that little paragraph that I just read, and we'll talk about it next. Time for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week, and this week it is Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals on Sunday. Booker playing without Chris Paul, who's in the health and safety protocols, absolutely stepped up huge to make up for that absence. His first career triple-double, 40 points on 15-29 shooting, 13 rebounds, 11 assists against just two turnovers. Devin Booker, Brian, has been an absolute joy to watch play in these playoffs. I will admit, I used to think of Booker as this really talented but empty calories scorer. He is making a name of, for himself right now as just not an elite scorer in the league, but an increasingly complete player. He plays with passion. He took Kobe Bryant's advice to be legendary. So just he is everything that embodies Michelob Ultra. Remember, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Joy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the only game. Michelob Ultra, only 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Uh, Andy, who doesn't want instant gratification? Nobody. If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you can win cash reimbursements for debt purchase, uh, debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is brand new. Check it's a brand new checking account where you can win um, money just basically by using your debit card. Uh, daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card. And if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Credit karma money has been, you're supposed to say it that way. I read it. Uh, <laughs> 
Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma for over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules, banking and services. Uh, banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, member FDIC, maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right. So we we um we talked about what Magic said. Uh noted the Danny Green move that hurt us. Rondo, that move hurt us. Called out not having Dwight Howard to close down the middle. Specifically mentioned, these are moves that Rob Palinka made that hurt us. Says they need to go out and get a third scorer. Because the one that they have, Dennis Schroeder, he doesn't even acknowledge exists. It's no, not even it like Dennis Schroeder has to do better. He well, just no, doesn't he, even mention him. He will. No, that's not true. He will it, acknowledge that Dennis yeah. Schroeder exists because otherwise there's no way he could say that the guy sucks. Right. I just meant in, in that like. answer. Sure. Yeah. Just want so, to make it clear, like Magic, not in on the Schroeder uh, business. He's making some pretty pointed criticisms at the moves that Rob Plink made last offseason. All of that stuff that he's talking about is the Danny Green trade is the one that brought Dennis Schroeder. You know, mm -hmm. bring in Wes Matthews, all that stuff. They didn't have spacing because they didn't have Danny Green. Wes Matthews didn't space the floor. All that stuff. The stuff he's saying that the Lakers need to do is stuff that, uh, that in theory, they did last offseason. This is where you get into that space, though, where it's interesting, where you talk about like sort of that. I don't know if it's not a conflict of interest, but it is an agenda. It is a history where the criticism of Rob Palinka, do you separate what he's saying from the messenger? Is the, you know, the, because a lot of people agree with the message. It's the message, it's, but he's an interesting messenger to deliver it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, Brian. It is, I think, very difficult to truly evaluate how well these moves Palinka made. Mm -hmm. uh, whether they worked or didn't work, and just for the sake of full disclosure, you and I both thought heading into this season that Rob Palenka had a terrific summer. I thought he did I mean, great. Just, I I, yeah. I thought the Danny Green trade was a good deal. I thought the um, the the Harrell signing made a lot of sense. I like bringing. Mm -hmm. I I liked their off season a ton. Yeah, and and in particular, you know, there are a few caveats. I did think Schroeder would be coming off the bench when they traded sure. for him. I did think Wes Matthews would end up starting because I thought it was a better mm -hmm. role for him. But on balance, I thought the moves they made, you know, Marc Gasol, I thought they all made sense. And in particular, I thought because of what the Lakers went through in the bubble and having, you know, that little of an offseason recovery time, they actually needed new guys who were not a part of that because – Ironically, it would be the best way to help keep LeBron and Anthony Davis fresh for the regular season. So hopefully they would be at their best and healthiest in the playoffs. Clearly didn't happen. But I did think that there was a logic there that I'm willing to assume was part of Rob Palinka's thought process. I thought that made sense. So I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that I thought differently uh, about all of this. But I do think, it, and this is where I think it's going to be incredibly interesting and fascinating for Palinka this offseason. I think it is going to be legitimately difficult to figure out what did work and what didn't because mm -hmm. before everybody started getting hurt, the Lakers were playing very well. They were, 21 without, and, they were 21 and six. Right. Often without putting out anything close to maximum effort. And then when things went really bad, it was happening in large part because Anthony Davis 
was only available some of the time, and LeBron was nowhere close to himself. The team is built to succeed with those two at its center. It right. is a fundamentally different team without that equation. And I, I asked Palinka that question um, at the exit interview. It's like, do you, how do you know what works? And what you need to fix. Obviously, you can't shoot 30%, 25 or whatever they shot, 26% or whatever from three-point range. They have to be better that way. Um, you know, certain things are 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 obvious, but they didn't get to see what would hurt them in the conference finals, what would hurt them with a whole team, or what would hurt them in the finals. All those little tiny places, it's not because the big giant thing wasn't there it's like you know how do i know if my car runs well when i can't drive it because it doesn't have an engine you know how do i know if my if my transmission were like i don't I, I don't i can't figure that stuff out because i can't turn the car on you know it's like um i mean that may be inaccurate from a car standpoint but i think people understand what i'm getting at here um i just i don't i don't know how they fix that because intact, like you say. And so Magic, I don't think Magic is wrong in his diagnosis of what the problem is um, in terms of, you know, they need better spacing around those guys. They need more shooting. They need a third scorer. But I, I just thought I, it is interesting to me that he completely dismisses uh, Schroeder in that process. And by the way, uh, it says, you know, we can't, this is another quote, we can't depend on those two guys anymore. We need a third scorer. We need somebody who can get us 15 to 18 points a game. That's where Rob Plink has got to make a deal or draft someone who can do that. Again, ignores Schroeder, and he points to Kuzma. Are we still in a place where we think Kyle Kuzma can be a 15 to 18 point guy on this team on a night in and night out basis? Because I'm not. Well, I think he could be if he wasn't really asked to do anything else. Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure it's actually for the betterment of the team if you sacrificed all those other things that Kuzma did that I think really did benefit them you know, over, over the long haul. I, I don't know if that's actually what's best for them. You know, I mean, right. I, I do think if you told Kuzma, we want you to go out there with the mentality that you had pre-LeBron and really just look for buckets – I think he actually could do it, particularly if you played. I think if you played him in the starting lineup with LeBron and with AD, and you know he, right. he started getting really easier looks, stuff like that. I think it is possible. Well, I sure, if you know, gave him the shot volume, I guess. Or right. Whatever. I I just don't know if that's actually what would help the team the most. I mean, it makes. So, the, I, mean, that, I mean, it makes the most sense for that guy to be Dennis Schroeder. It is supposed to be Dennis Schroeder, who, by the way, averaged fifteen points a game this year. Um, I you know. Magic's well, just—he just made it clear he is not doesn't uh, a like true right and doesn't think that he's the right type of point guard for this team. Doesn't think that he understands really what it means to be a Laker. And you know where, where Magic is coming up with that could be anywhere from a cliche or like an observation that he thought Schroeder came in with a selfish attitude about demanding to start. I mean, you know, there there could be a little bit of truth or you know, I think smart observation to what he was saying. Some of it could just be cliched nonsense. Well, but it's also a lot of people who agree with him. I mean, that's yeah. that's what made today, uh, what made Monday, I should say, so interesting to watch was, on the one hand, it's like I, I 1,000% to refuse to believe that he is not hyper aware 
of the fact that he's taking very pointed shots at the at the work that Rob Polenka did. Like he didn't say, maybe this is too nuanced. You know, more nuanced than Magic is is going to do on TV. He didn't say, you know, man, the Dana Green trade to bring in Schroeder made a lot of sense at the time. I understood the logic, or even if I didn't like it, like I get what they were trying to do. It didn't work out or whatever. He said these moves hurt the team. Um, and he's Magic Johnson, and it still matters when Magic says that stuff. Um, yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean he was wrong. Like, were these trades things that we were all wrong about, or did they just not work out? And the, the unfortunate thing, like you pointed out, is it's very difficult to know the correct answer to that because you could bring Schroeder back next year and he could be much more like the guy, as Dennis said, uh, more comfortable, uh, more confident in what he's supposed to be doing, much more guy like the guy in Oklahoma City two years ago. Yeah. And if he's that guy, that's a game changer. Yeah, and the guy who was playing off the bench. Um, I, I do think, though, that it is worth noting. I mean, I'm... Look, no, you're not. I'm not, you're not wrong. Had this opinion for a while. No, you're right. I, I One understand. thing, though, that I, I do think, if you're going to make this as, I think, direct a sliding doors type thing where if Dwight and Rondo and Danny Green have, you know, if they're brought back by the Lakers or retained by the Lakers, like, essentially... You things back, play out yeah. right you run it back but things play out as is but just on the lakers then you have to wonder okay does danny green get hurt in the playoffs does dwight become the guy that you know i know right now is not the greatest time to i guess exalt the wisdom of doc rivers but dwight became somebody who was playing even less than he did last year in the playoffs and did not play well at all for philly he became a straight-up liability mm. for them in the playoffs and were Kawhi leonard healthy Rajon Rondo might not be in the rotation at all for the Clippers. He was out and only came back in when Kawhi got hurt, and there was one other one other opening. It's, so it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered at all. Yeah, ultimately, without LeBron and AD, none of this stuff works as well. And when they had both of those guys, you know, in the case of AD, not even looking completely like AD, the yeah. team was playing well. They were winning. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it, it, that that is the challenge that they face, and it's a theme that we'll come back to um, many times over the course of this off season. Um, so we'll see. Maybe the, over the rest of the week we might talk about a couple more things that Magic said. He talked a lot. It was a yes, it was a busy did. day on Monday for him. Uh, so maybe a couple other things that we come back to. But next, Andy, let's turn to Ty Lu, who is telling you, John Q. Laker fan, who you ought to be cheering for this playoffs uh the final four teams he thinks it should be the clippers we'll talk about that next locked on lakers brought to you by built bar the best tasting protein bar ever these are bars covered in 100 chocolate soft easy to chew i'm not going to call out the ones by name that are tough to chew but you know who you are you deadbeats built bar they are healthy they are great for the health conscious guy whether you're trying to lose or maintain weight but you still get something that tastes awesome they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for keto diets they are fantastic tasting. You've got the 12 original flavors like raspberry, coconut almond, mm. salted caramel, banana bread, new flavors like cherry barcia. I believe that is a reference to the Grateful Dead. Lemon almond cheesecake, cookies and cream. They are perfect for someone like me who loves really cool, interesting, unique taste combinations. You never get bored eating the same thing over and over. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You will get 15% off your first order. Again, the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. 
We've had this debate. I think it's really more a reference to the ice cream flavor, which is itself then the reference to the Grateful Dead. But then you know, we can talk to the Bilt Bar people about that. Locked on Lakers also brought to you by rockauto.com. You know, I mentioned before, I know you need an engine to start a car. If I needed one of those things, I walk into a store. I, I don't know, I, I could go to rockauto.com and find it. Where's um, the engine aisle? Yeah. <laughs> I just click on the engine tab and it takes me exactly where I need yeah. to go. But in all seriousness, though, um, you walk into a, a chain store, you got people trying to sell you stuff that maybe it's because it's the, the part that they got in the warehouse. They're trying to get rid of it. Uh, it they're steering you in the, to, into a direction that they got a little something that comes back. To you them. whatever they can pick up a box marked <laughs> engine and buy it. <laughs> if you're me, probably. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, but chain store, here's here's the thing, Andy. Though. Chain stores, they have different price tiers for different uh, for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they are reliably low, 20, 30, even 50% lower than chain stores or new car dealership. Um, everything that your daily driver needs, everything your classic needs, truck, car, whatever it is, you get that in a few easy clicks del delivered directly to your door. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts that are available for you, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Is there an engine aisle in the local <laughs> car parts store? I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not walking into a car <laughs> store. I don't know what the hell I'm doing in there. Nope. Terrifying. Uh, all right. Ty, <laughs> I need an engine, please. I get intimidated calling a cab, man. Ty Lu uh, took a shot at trying to unify uh, the city of Los Angeles around its one remaining NBA team that's still got a shot at title, the Los Angeles Clippers, down 1-0 heading into Tuesday's Game 2 of the conference finals. Um, he was asked about you know city support, who people should cheer for, and Laker fans specifically. He said this uh, to me: I always look at it differently. I know Lakers, uh, the Lakers are out, and there's a lot of Lakers fans here, meaning in Phoenix uh, and in LA. Uh, but once the Lakers are gone, if we're not playing the Lakers, you should be cheering for the Clippers because it's all in one city. I can just feel the love, and I'm very happy and proud of our guys. That is adorable. <laughs> it really is. Um, he's that is talking. so sweet. That is Magic Beans talk. Like Ty Lu, when he leaves the house, clearly is in danger of trading the family cow for Magic Beans because that is not happening. He's talking about the Clippers trying to get for the first time in franchise history to the finals. And today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs, 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little more this season. You've gotten really good at that, by the way. Like really yeah. dropping that in at a really Thank nice you. and organic Thank time. You. Like the last week or so, Thank really top-notch work that I'm sure yeah. they appreciate. I always listen for references to the finals and then I work from there. Um, here's the thing. In terms of what Ty Lu said, there is always a chance, Brian, that this is a knowing, winking troll. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, you know, chef's kiss, because that is masterful, like especially yes. being done with a straight face. Like that is Andy Kaufman's Sasha Baron Cohen-esque, you know, put upon work. Like that is just, Hats off to Ty Lu because yes. that's amazing. Charles if, Grodin for the old school among you. If this is sincere, f out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Ty Lu knows damn well knows why. Damn it's well, out there's here. not a single effing Lakers fan <laughs> Look, who's like who's going to sit there and be like, you know what? Go Clippers. Okay, you know how he knows. 
He played for the Lakers and he won yes. two titles with them. He knows this is not how it works. Like, no, I'm absolutely not. Saying, not. Like, I'm saying this from the perspective of a legit, long-time, real Laker fan, well before I ever started doing this. I'm not saying that every Laker fan has to hate the Clippers. I don't hate the Clippers. Like, you know, and until the Clippers started getting good and frankly mouthy about it, you know, directly going at the Lakers, most Laker fans didn't care about the Clippers one way or the other. They just wondered why they were in Los Angeles. No. So it's like, I personally will not be upset if they win. I could even be happy for them. I know some Clipper fans personally that I would be happy for. But like the idea that like any real percentage of Laker fans would back the Clippers because of City, like nope. you can't you can't do that with a rival. And the only reason it's a rivalry is because that's what the Clippers wanted it to be. Like you can't exactly. have this both ways. No, exactly. And I, and like and and you know, I my my wife, she she's from Long Island, Long Island. Her parents grew up in Queens. Like they'll tell you, like they don't root for the Yankees like when the Mets are out. They're Mets people and they hate the Yankees. Yeah. They don't root for the Islanders when the Rangers are out. They are Rangers people. They hate the Islanders. They don't root for the Giants, Andy, when the Jets are out, which is a lot. <laughs> By the way, they've chosen all the bad teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should be noted. They have terrible taste in teams. Um, but like, no, that's not how this works. Like, you know, you're not, it's you're not cheering for for the, the for the, you know, you hate that crosstown rival. Um, so it, 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 that is not, no, Again. not going to happen. Not going to yeah. happen. Ty Lue. F out of here, man. <laughs> like, no, not going to happen. We know that Laker fans are not going to do this again. If you want to say, Hey, don't be bitter. If we get our first championship, you guys got 17, like, okay, fine. That's for every Laker sure. fan to decide right, but, for themselves. Right. But in all, but that's also not going to happen either. It's no. just going to be like 17 to one, you know, great. Now you can take down your giant pictures that you use to hold, you know, to, to cover our banners with one gigantic banner to cover our 17. Like yeah. all of that's coming. You will have tied the amount of banners that Taylor Swift has in Staples Center. Congratulations. Correct. Right. All that. I, I will say this. If I, if I do, if you, you know, you demand that uh, as a Laker fan, you must pick a team. And I think Lakers fans are, uh, just to petty. have fun, yeah. I mean, right. But I'm saying, like, I, 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 I mean, petty in a in the way that I, with deep respect, like mm -hmm. petty in the way that sports fans ought to be petty. Um, like, no, my team is out. I am not going to root for any of these teams because these teams are not my team. If you have to pick one, I would pick the Suns because first and foremost, they're the team that beat you, and by winning the title, it kind of validates your loss like look yeah it sucked but like we were up two to one on the team that won the title when our best player got hurt and all that so you can do enough mental gymnastics where it's basically like they won again oh brian that's not even half of the mental gymnastics that i'm not going to say are required to root for phoenix because that's who i would choose as well i would say they are mental gymnastics that are basically the equivalent of doing a simple somersault they're not that <laughs> difficult because their leader is Chris Paul, former Laker in former his own Laker. right. Yeah, because we absolutely. know what happened with hashtag basketball reasons, hashtag never forget. So it's like one of your own getting a ring. He is also one of LeBron's best friends, godfather to one Bronny James. For that matter, the general manager of the Suns, James Jones, won titles with LeBron, another close friend. Monty Williams, 
could have been the Lakers head coach. They yeah. they tried to get him, but he turned on the job. He might, he I mean, basically, but he basically is, you know, because they right. offered it. They offered it right. to him. It's, it's like two degrees of Monty Williams, 90-minute flight away, like somewhat similar climates, somewhat similar colors. Like if you allow yourself just the slightest bit of imagination, Brian, it's basically the Lakers winning the whole thing. Yep. If Phoenix right. ends up winning it. Plus, plus, Brian, if Phoenix wins. That means that Giannis or Trey Young get mm -hmm. close enough to taste a championship. Don't get it. Who knows if they're ever getting back? Like I could easily see this being the first right. either team gets in the playoffs in a fully healthy NBA. Everybody's been waiting I, for the I know where you're going with this. Everybody. Until they get to the Lakers. Exactly. Because <laughs> That's eventually right. they're going to get frustrated. They're going to demand a trade. We know where this is going. And if Phoenix mm -hmm. wins, that means Devin Booker has a championship. He is free to leave the Suns whenever he wants because he will already have delivered something the franchise has never had, Brian. Yeah, he can go. He it's be, just like when LeBron left Cleveland. He will be exactly a hero in Phoenix forever. He may end up the greatest son in franchise history. He can maybe stay, but he can also flex his options as a made man. And again, we know where that's and And him. Andy, this gives the Lakers an opportunity to beat the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. All right, so game two, <laughs> Lakers-Clippers, uh, Tuesday night, Western Conference Finals. Go Lakers. We'll have all the yes. analysis for you yes. on Wednesday. You don't want to see the Lakers up 2-0 in this series? Come on, man. What's wrong with you, Los Angeles? All right, uh, reminder, please uh, sign up for the Locked on Lakers YouTube channel uh, over there on the YouTube at Locked on Lakers. Uh, Friday's... Spotify Green Room, noon uh, Pacific time. Got some great interviews lined up for the rest of the week. We're going to have a conversation with Jethro Jenkins and uh, Jeff Stotts, who is the injury guru of the NBA, will be joining us later in the week um, to talk about this year with the Lakers and, more importantly, next year with uh, what people might want to expect there. So lots of great stuff in the Locked on Lakers podcast, and we'll talk to everybody next time.